gold medal, but a new world record. Thanks for joining us today for Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. The Summer Olympics in Beijing are drawing to a close, but not before they run the marathon. Ryan Hall will represent America in the marathon, and he'll talk about what it means to run for the Lord. And I've found in my life that God's grace is always sufficient for me. He always gives me enough strength for the journey that, that lies ahead for me. We'll also hear from world-class wheelchair athlete Gene Driscoll, and former Auburn swim coach David Marsh discusses how to coach God's way. The moments I've had where kids have come to Christ during their time in Auburn have been the most special times, even beyond holding up national championship trophies. It's time to get today's program underway with University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown. One of the great long-distance runners in the world is Ryan Hall who will represent the United States of America in the Beijing Olympics. Thanks for being on the show, Ryan. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. And yeah, I'm uh, really excited about these upcoming opportunities with the Games. Has the Olympics been a dream come true for you? Uh, has that been something that you've longed for for a lot of years? It has been, yeah. Like 10 years ago, God kind of put it on my heart to try this distance running out. And um, ever since then, I've believe that he had a, a purpose in it and I believe that he wanted to take me to the world level and dreamed about going to Olympics ever since I was 15 years old so now to be 25 and you know it's it's an answer of my heart's desire and so I feel thrilled to be able to say that I will be competing in these Olympics. Well Ryan we rejoice uh, in the Lord for that with you but, you know, we, we know that God doesn't, he's not just up there doing favors for us. I mean, he's got a plan of attack, and he selected you a long, long time ago. He knew from the beginning of time what Ryan Hall was all about and, and the ability level that he was going to put in you to go out and represent him internationally this way. What, what, how do you see your responsibility in Christ as an Olympian? You know, it's such a huge opportunity, the Olympics, for us, because you know, we don't usually get this type of exposure to the rest of the world to get to share our story with people. So um, it's been really neat for me, having qualified in November, to uh, have the chance to capitalize on a lot of opportunities to get to share what God's been doing in my life and, and all that He's brought me to, because it's been a, a long and hard road for me, but um, God's been faithful every step of the way. And so it's been neat for me to get to share my story. And, and my community, they're really excited that I'll be going to the Olympics, and they're really supportive. They have kids out running miles for me every day. They started a, a campaign where they, they're trying to uh, move a million miles by the time I run in the Olympic Games. Wow. They can bike or run or do whatever, and they're just trying to get kids out active, and they're just trying to find a way to inspire the youth of our community. And so it's been really neat for me to get to partake in that and inspiring youth is something that I really want to do in the future as well. Well, you, you know, that that's so interesting because uh, I just love how God takes things that he made us for, gives us a huge desire to do, and then takes that very thing and inspires a whole community uh, with as well, and, and, and now a whole nation, really. You, you're going to have a, a national community rooting you on in the Olympic Games. But these things don't last very long, Ryan, and I, I think you're probably aware of that, that they, they kind of come and go, and even though the games don't last very long, the the lessons, they last for eternity. What are you hoping 
that will come out of the Olympic Games, your training and everything that goes on, that will last you a lifetime and for eternity? What is it that you want to see God do with your life out of these games? Well, I've already kind of seen how God's used athletics and for me running in my life to really mold and shape my character from all these years, from everything from uh, working on my pride to working on my trust in him and then relying on him for friendship. And, um, you know, as a runner, I deal with pain every day. You know, like it's my sport is kind of about pain management. Mm -hmm. How hard can I push myself when I'm out there during the race and then also when I'm doing my hard training efforts. And what I've kind of relied on day in and day out is uh, the verse that says, my grace is sufficient for you for my Hmm. power is made perfect in in your weakness and i think about that all the time when i'm out there and i've found in my life that god's grace is always sufficient for me and he always gives me enough strength for the journey that, that lies ahead for me um so i've just learned to rely in that in his strength not in my own strength and to uh humbly just put one foot in front of the other and and pour myself out for him the same way that he poured himself out for me on calvary so I've, I've learned so much in this long journey that I've been on, and you know, I, I hope that people can also pursue the gifts that God has given them and the passions that He's put on their heart to go with those dreams and then use those dreams to help other people because I've definitely learned on the road that you know, my dreams and my goals are not about me. You know, God didn't give me a gift to run so that I could enjoy exclusively for my own pleasure. Uh, I do enjoy the gift that I have, and I, I love to run, but I know that it's about helping other people and inspiring other people, and um, it's not all about me. I think that's one of the huge lessons that I've learned through my relationship with Christ. And so, you know, I'm still like everyone else. I'm still out on the road. I'm still growing. I'm still in the middle of my marathon journey, but I feel like I'm kind of reaching a milestone point here with the Olympics around the corner, and I'm really hoping to show the world God's love. That's the whole goal. Hmm. Well, we're talking to Ryan Hall, the outstanding long-distance runner who will represent the United States of America in the Beijing Olympics. Ryan, uh, you talked about pain and exhaustion. You know, I, I talk to my football players a lot as we're putting them through some gut-wrenching drills, not to fear pain and exhaustion, knowing that God will use those kinds of things in their life to max them out, to bring about their full potential. Is it something you just try to grit your teeth and gut through it, or do you commune with the Lord through it? And, and actually invited in your life, knowing that the trial of that will produce something of great fruit. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, when it talks about Christ enduring the cross for the joy set before him, I think about that a lot, you know, like, hmm. like, why am I doing what I'm doing? What is my mission? What am I accomplishing through my efforts? And then um, what I think about is what one of my favorite Christian authors, uh, Dedrick Bonhoeffer, said was not to think about the road that's too hard that's before us, but just to look to Christ, who's right in front of us, and say, He leads the way. I'm going to follow hard after Him as closely as I can, you know? And so that's something that, that I've picked up through marathon running, because it is pain over a very long period of time that I can't be thinking too far down the road. I just got to be thinking, I'm going to do this with the Lord, and I'm going to stay as close to Him as I can through it, and I'm going to deal with whatever's thrown at me in the moment and not worry about what challenges may lie way down the road. Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, for a young guy, you're loaded, man. You're loaded with wisdom and uh, spiritual maturity. And thanks for being on Sharing the Victory today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. That's Ryan Hall, the outstanding marathon runner who will represent the United States of America and the Summer Olympics in Beijing. 
Sharing the Victory recently did an interesting feature on Ryan Hall. You can find that article and a video interview of Ryan at fca.org. Plus, you'll find much more Olympic coverage. Again, go to fca.org. You do not want to miss out on what's coming up next. You'll hear from one of the most inspirational athletes of all time. It's world-class wheelchair athlete, Gene Driscoll. Keep it right here on FCA's national weekly radio program, Sharing the Victory. Josh Hamilton's amazing journey from drug abuse to baseball sensation will be featured in the October issue of Sharing the Victory magazine. You know, all I can do is give glory to God for keeping me alive, keeping me out of jail, and him allowing me to keep the skills that he gave me to play this game. Sharing the Victory magazine is 40 full-color pages with articles on some of America's most popular athletes and coaches. For a subscription of just $19.95, you'll receive nine issues a year. Order online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. One day. October 8th. One message. I made a commitment to read the Lord's Word every day. One stand. This is our football stadium. It just gets the whole school fired up. It's students that are behind us. Students from different denominations. Students from really different backgrounds. Fields of Faith, October 8th. To find a field near you or to learn how to organize one, go to fieldsoffaith.com. That's fieldsoffaith.com. Hi, Ron Brown back again with you on Sharing the Victory. It's time for FCA Across America, and we're featuring Jean Driscoll. She's a world-class wheelchair athlete, a two-time Olympic silver medalist in 1992 and 96. She also won 12 Paralympic medals, including five of them being gold medals. Every couple of years, the FCA staff from around America gather together for an event called Real Time. At the last Real Time event, the staff had the pleasure of listening to Jean Driscoll speak. You know, a pivotal moment in my relationship with Christ came when I realized that he had met my deepest desires. I haven't talked about how I came close to Christ, but it was because of sports. I was winning the Boston Marathon, and I started getting not only local, but national and international coverage. But even with all that success and the money that I was winning, I had an emptiness inside there was something that still was not making me happy. There was an inner desire that was not being met. I met an athletic administrator on the campus of the University of Illinois after I had won the Women's Sports Foundation's Sportswoman of the Year Award. And the University of Illinois and the cities of Champaign-Urbana honored me because of this tremendous award. I was voted over Christy Yamaguchi to receive this award which was amazing, especially for an athlete who some people see the disability. Now, I don't see my disability anymore. I have gone far beyond it. And in my opinion, walking is overrated. <laughs> but still, the honor was tremendous to me. And uh, I was the first wheelchair athlete to ever receive the Women's Sports Foundation Sportswoman of the Year Award. And so the University of Illinois wanted to honor me. And this athletic administrator had a peace and a joy that I had never seen in another person. I wanted to get to know her. And she is the person that God used to soften my heart to him. And she introduced me to a God of grace and a God of love and a God of forgiveness. And she helped me understand that 
God was not punishing me by what was happening in my life. Why else would I be winning the Boston Marathon or qualifying for the wheelchair exhibition events at the Olympic Games? I wasn't being punished. He wasn't picking on me. Instead of being picked on, I was being picked out. Being picked out to do things that he created only me to do. And it was uh, a very freeing, liberating experience to know God in that way. But I think in addition to all of that, a pivotal moment in my relationship with Christ came when I realized that he was meeting my deepest desires. And I can think back to the days in the body cast. I can think back to the days earlier than that when I was crying such deep, soulful cries, not wanting to be the last person chosen, not wanting to be the slowest person or the perceived weakest person. And now I'm bench pressing 210 pounds and I own world records. (laughs) And that is just superficial stuff. The bigger realization is that God has always been with me and he has always been in my heart and he has always cared for me. That was the great wheelchair athlete, Gene Driscoll, speaking to the entire FCA staff at real time. Swimming, as usual, has been one of the most popular sports in the Olympics. Up next, I'll visit with a guy who knows all about swimming, former Auburn swim coach David Marsh. We'll be diving in with David next on Sharing the Victory. Olympic memory. Two-time Olympic medal winner in the high jump, Hollis Conway. When I stood on that platform and I had my red, white, and blue uniform on and I saw our flag being raised and I heard our national anthem, my soul just leaped. I felt acceptance. And that faded. And I realized that true acceptance comes from God. And so that was the best part of my life, to understand that God accepts me for who I am and not for what I've done. Olympic memory. Since 1954... FCA has had the vision of seeing the world impacted by the influence of athletes and coaches. Sharing the Victory Radio is the newest piece of that vision, and the continuance and growth of this program is dependent on friends like you. Would you show your support for Sharing the Victory Radio by making a tax-deductible donation? Call 1-866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-STV-5031. Or go to sharingthevictory.com. Sign up to receive the free Daily Impact Play email devotional at sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Now back to Ron Brown and Sharing the Victory. It's an honor to have, as we recognize the Olympic Games this year, one of the great swim coaches in America, the former swim coach at Auburn University, David Marsh, who now is the executive officer, director of coaching for SwimMac Carolina. David Marsh, welcome to Sharing the Victory. Thank you, Ron. I'm excited to be here. You know, in, in, in 1996 and in 2000, Dave, you were an assistant coach on the U.S. Olympic teams. You've coached a number of, of guys at Auburn that have gone on to be uh, great swimmers and Olympic swimmers, etc. But I read your testimony on, on one of the, your swimming cards, and I just want to make a quote here. I don't know if this came from you or if it was described by you, but I I think maybe it came from you. It says, before I came to Christ, I made rash decisions, was considered to be very aggressive and often used profanity and harsh language to motivate my swimmers. Afterwards, people begin to say that I have become more balanced. And you go on to talk about your faith. 
Jesus Christ somehow penetrated your bloodstream and you began to operate and coach out of a different paradigm. Could you talk to us about what that's like and what that looks like? Because there's a lot of Christian coaches out there who are probably listening who really are not making that transition to everything that they do, including coaching, that it's got to be Christ-like. Why don't you talk to us about what that meant for you? Absolutely. Ron, it's scary, I tell you. At the point where, you know, my wife now and and back then we were kind of, I guess, loosely dating, but, you know, she challenged me really to consider what is wrong with living like this. And so God brought a few things together at that time. And then a mentor, a fellow from Athletes in Action on on campus, he he approached me about uh, speaking with the team. His name is Rick Stark, and he challenged me and uh, and asked me to look at the truth. And at that point in time, I said, but Rick, I don't want to change. I, I'm having success right now. Here I am arriving in 1990. By 93, I'm on the verge of winning a Southeastern Conference, something Auburn had never done in history. And I'm doing this a certain way by mandating things to get done and just, you know, really bullying myself to championships and things like that. And over the course of a, of a matter of time, uh, God just revealed to me that uh, I can do this through him and uh, whatever the results may be, that those results would glorify him in doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. And I really, in many ways, changed my coaching style to becoming more of a supportive coach rather than just an authoritative coach that really relied on, if I needed to, intimidation or whatever means I, I had. And, and at the end of the day, I think, as, especially as I've matured over the years beyond that, uh, I've come to realize that uh, not only is it a better way to go, but the moments I've had where kids have come to Christ during their time in Auburn have been the most special times, even beyond that holding up national championship trophies and, and doing those kind of things. Because what I look back on now and the, and the young athletes that I share probably the most intimate discussions with are those that, like me, came to Christ a little bit later. And, and to this day, those are things that uh, just have just so, such tremendous meaning and depth. Oh, man, that's a great statement, Dave. I really appreciate that perspective. We're talking to David Marsh, a great uh, swim coach uh, at the Auburn uh, University for a number of years and now uh, heading up the Swim Mac in North Carolina. Uh, Dave, you know, let's just go back to this motivation thing because, again, you know, there's a lot of Christian coaches who think that, you know, how do you motivate somebody without getting in their grill? And, and, and I'm not talking about just being firm. I'm talking about they want a shock factor. So if you're not motivating by that anymore, and if we're saying biblically that that's a worldly way of coaching, what does it look like to coach like Christ? I think the thing is if you have passion – and if you kind of shroud that in love and, and let them know that you care about them first as a person, and then because you care about them as a person, you're going to be honest with them. Mm-hmm. And in being honest with them, they're going to see in your expressions, they're going to feel in your tone, and they're going to experience through uh, offering opportunities and then holding them accountable to those opportunities that you mean business, and, and if they don't live up to what they're expressing as their goals, and then I'm agreeing with, to, to partner with them on, if they don't live up to those kind of levels, then the appropriate action will be taken. And then that has to be consistent and firm. Yeah. And, and you used the key word, love. Right. One of the Christian athletes was talking about the concern as to how they can kind of a, you know imagine that they can accomplish these things in front of the literally billions of people who will be watching them at the Olympic Games. 
Jeremy Knowles' name. I turned to Jeremy and I said, Jeremy, as a young man of Christ, you understand because you believe in the supernatural already. You understand that God's capable of moving a mountain for you. And, and it's okay to strive for not goodness, but greatness and knowing that the experiences you're going to have are going to be a result of a whole lot of hard work, but it's really going to be God's grace. And it's going to be an expression of, uh, you know, whatever God has for him. And these kind of guys, when they look at this and they challenge themselves from an athletic standpoint, it's fairly easy. But I tell you, when they go to the mental side and then especially in the spiritual dimension, we've got to connect all three of those things. And mm-hmm. if we can connect that this is not just a you thing, it's a God thing, and, it, and this is a thing that can be done together, then the fun can happen. And then you know what? If it doesn't happen, hey, uh, you are loved beyond any measure. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though we don't deserve the love uh, because of Christ dying on the cross, uh, we have that love, and then it's going to be with us forever. Mm-hmm. Well, this is rich stuff, Dave. I really appreciate your perspective. Uh, You've been a part of the Olympic team uh, twice. You know, there's ministry that goes on over there. I think I'm not sure everybody understands that. One of my favorite Mm. places to go in the Olympic Village is into the where the the devotionals and these kind of things are going on. Last Olympics, my favorite place to walk through was through the the Kenyan housing area, where every night they had a revival going on. Absolutely <laughs> every night. Uh, I mean, they were loud, having a good time, and it was an absolute Christian revival, huh. literally every night. And uh, those kind of things are going on inside the village, and and as people experience the Olympics, please do pray for those athletes mm-hmm. as they uh, uh, kind of experience the whole the highs of the Olympics, that they also get the meat that uh, Jesus has to offer us. And and I just hope that uh, certainly we have opportunities to share the gospel. Wow, that's Acts 1-8, boy, all wrapped up into one there. God's blessings to you and what you're doing there at Swim Mag Carolina. Thanks for being on Sharing the Victory today. Thank you, Ron. One of America's great swim coaches, David Marsh, with us here today on Sharing the Victory. Don't forget that FCA.org has special coverage of the Olympics with all of the interviews that we've done, as well as the interviews from Sharing the Victory magazine. When Sharing the Victory radio continues, former NFL coach and current FCA president Les Steckel will weigh in on his Olympic memories. Serving. Integrity. Teamwork. Excellence. These are the core values of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Get an in-depth look at each value from select contributors such as Tony Dungy, John Wooden, Laura Wilkinson, John Kidna, Betsy King, and Les Steckel. The first two books, Serving and Integrity, are available now at fca.org. This book series will be an excellent resource for high school, college, and professional athletes and fans at all levels. The Core Values book series available at fca.org. Next weekend will be a very special program as we celebrate the first anniversary of Sharing the Victory. Host Ron Brown and FCA President Les Steckel will look back at some of the highlights from the first year. Plus, we'll head to the football sidelines and get an in-depth look at Ron Brown as he returns to coaching at Nebraska. We'll save a front row seat for you next weekend on Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory rolls on, and I'm Ron Brown, your host. It's time now to check in with FCA President Les Steckel for Coach's Corner. At this year's Summer Olympics come to a close, we're likely to witness more amazing stories of athletes who have overcome huge obstacles to even be in the Games, let alone achieve gold medals. Perhaps you still recall the stunning vault that Carrie Strug performed with yards of tape wrapped around her severely injured ankle at the close of the 1996 Summer Games in Atlanta. 
Her beautiful vault secured the gold medal for the U.S. women's gymnastics team. Memorable moments like these happen often in Olympic competition. For example, in the 1960 Summer Games in Rome, Wilma Rudolph won three gold medals in track. Wilma, as a child, wore braces on her legs because of polio until she was 10 years old. She had also suffered from malnutrition and scarlet fever, but her incredible victories at the 1960 Games gave great hope to everyone who had ever faced health-related obstacles. At the 1964 Games in Tokyo, Joe Frazier won a gold medal in boxing with a broken right hand. Those same summer games saw America's Al Order win his third Olympic gold medal in the discus despite a torn rib cartilage and considerable internal bleeding. In the 1968 Games in Mexico City, Kip Kano won Olympic gold for Kenya in the 1500 meters while dealing with a severe gallbladder infection. Stories like those of heroic athletic achievements are of great interest to all of us, but of far more eternal value are those stories of heroes of the Bible who faced even greater obstacles, such as Job with the loss of his family and everything he owned, or Jonah in the belly of a whale, or Joseph, Daniel, and Paul when they were imprisoned, or Nehemiah and his men have to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem with one hand working with a tool and the other hand gripping a weapon to fight off those who would seek to keep Jerusalem from being restored? And of course, no one ever faced greater obstacles than Jesus, from jealous Pharisees and a spineless Roman governor who condemned Jesus to the most horrific beatings and form of death ever designed by man. Yet, in the ultimate example of overcoming, three days after his crucifixion, Jesus Christ rose from the dead to address and walk among the people of Jerusalem for 50 days. Then he publicly ascended to heaven, where he now sits at the right hand of God the Father, reigning in majesty over the entire universe and praying constantly for you and me. Now that is truly awesome. And what Jesus did is to make eternal life available to all who call upon his name. As we read in the Bible, in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus as Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. If you haven't accepted this Bible promise, you can do so today by visiting our website at morethanwinning.org. All of us are drawn to people who have overcome something significant to achieve victory and inner peace. Who better to be drawn to than the Lord Jesus Christ, who overcame the penalty for our sins in our place on the cross and died, yet lives today in glory and will one day return to earth in triumph to rule and reign forever? I have always said the greatest victory a person can experience is one's total surrender to Jesus Christ as Lord. Do you know that next week we'll be celebrating our one-year anniversary of the Sharing the Victory radio program? Please join us and celebrate that one-year anniversary with us. And whether it's the Olympic Games or your local soccer game and everything in between, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way or man's way, and which will you choose? Have a great week from all of us here at Sharing the Victory. Have a question about how you can do sports God's way or how you can help a young person do sports God's way? Just email Ron Brown your question, stvradio at fca.org. Once again, that's stvradio at fca.org. Have a great week and make sure to join us next time for Sharing the Victory. 
Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the heart and soul in sports.